So between November 6th to November 18th, uh, many of the world governments will be meeting in Egypt uh, for COP27, the big international climate gathering, follow up to uh, the Paris Climate Accords of uh, six, seven years ago, last year's meeting in um, Glasgow and Scotland, didn't really come up with a whole lot. So we're joined with uh, Matt Oyle, who's one of the organizers with uh, Extinction Rebellion here in the Capital District. So, so Matt, what, what are some of your hopes or feelings come, leading up to uh, COP27? Uh, well, thank you for having me on, Mark. Um, to be completely blunt, I just hope that something is done. <laughs> you know, uh, any meaningful action, I will take it. Um, I know that is such a low bar, but that is more than I feel like I can say for what has been come out of any other COP conferences. I mean, you know, like you mentioned, we had the Paris Climate Agreement in 2015, which even if that were you know, being enacted at every clause would probably not be anywhere near the amount that we need to 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 get where we need to be. But they're not even doing that. So, and of course, COP twenty six last year was just a complete joke. So, yeah, like you know, it we're we're in such a dire state. Like we we we, yeah, we we can't sit on our hands anymore. We we have to ser- seriously start taking bold action now. Now, in the last week or so, there have been three reports put out by United Nations and their you know, affiliated groups like the um, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, you know, saying that the, the world um, is not taking action in terms of climate cuts that would be sufficient to keep us below the 1.5 degrees uh, Celsius global warming that we uh, put at a, at a topping point. You know, what what is Extinction Rebellion's idea about how do you get our government and political leaders to take, you know, climate action seriously? Well, I mean, kind of uh, the foundation of uh, why Extinction Rebellion was founded in the first place was that, like, you know, traditional means of pushing our government, like petition signing, you know, voting for uh, good candidates, um, you know, and, you know, green rallies and stuff like that, like just really just haven't gotten it done so like we need to we need to act in a way that's going to get the government to pay attention and force them to listen and you know in our case that would be through civil disobedience or nonviolent direct action which um of course extinction rebellion uh exploded with not literally in uh 2019 um and then even though we had a little lull through the pandemic, I think we're at a point where we're starting to come back and uh, boy, do we, uh, do we need it? And so, you know, yeah, I think we, yeah, we just got to get people to, uh, you know, be willing to, uh, to whoever, you know, is willing and am of privileged position to take those risks. Um, and uh, yeah, really uh, send a message to the government in a way that they can't ignore us. Now, one of the big issues in last year's COP, this year's COP, something was not dealt with in last year's COP, is, is the whole idea of loss and damage that, you know, the industrial polluters like the United Nations have not followed through on their commitment to help provide some finance coming out of the Paris Accords to help, uh, you know, more developing countries in the global south 
deal with, with, with climate change. But in fact, they in fact should be not just making loans, incurring more debt for third world, but actually beginning to pay damages for the, you know, the type of losses that these countries are beginning to experience from extreme weather that's driven from the burning of fossil fuels by industrial nations. Where, where does Extinction Rebellion stand on the issue that the you know, industrial north should be paying loss and damages to the global south? Um, we, uh, we completely agree with that stance. Um, you know, the people in the global south have, uh, have contributed the very least to the climate crisis, but yet is dealing with the very worst effects of it. And um, yeah, I completely agree. And I would actually take it even a step farther that those global reparations shouldn't just go to the global south, but should go to marginalized communities within here in the industrialized global north that are experiencing very similar effects through environmental racism and stuff like that, like we've seen in uh, Arbor Hill right here in uh, in Albany. And um, and I think on top of that, we also need to be, you know, in the th- in the theme of like, you know, build, you know, building a system beyond the colonialist capitalist system that has gotten us to this point. We also need to be paying reparations to communities that have been exploited through this very same colonialism for for centuries now. Now, you know, Extinction Rebellion, as you mentioned, uh, you know, has done a lot of civil disobedience here in the capital district, New York City, but particularly uh, in the United uh, Kingdom. Um, You know, is Extinction Rebellion actually planning any, you know, formal, you know, representation at the, uh, you know, Egyptian um, COP27 meetings? Um, I unfortunately don't know that off the top of my head right now in terms of any specifics, but I would be very shocked if uh, if there wasn't any uh, XR presence out there. Um, and I think regardless, there will definitely be uh, there will definitely be uh, action taken by chapters in various cities all around the world. Um, like I think um, like the, I think Scientist Rebellion is planning an action in New York City. Uh, on the um, on November fifth, or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, nothing. And I don't know of anything locally planned yet. But uh, yeah, I would say just keep your eyes peeled. Um, you know, so so Extinction Rebellion. Um, you know, what do they think about the present state of affairs in the United States? Um, you know, leading into the upcoming Tour Twenty Seven. Has the Biden administration been moving quick enough? Not anywhere close, I would say. Um, I mean, I know that the Inflation Reduction Act, I think that's the name of the bill, was uh, was passed earlier this year. Um, and, you know, it's the it, you know, it's the I think like the most like most progressive climate legislation that's been passed through Congress ever, which on one hand is good. But like the bill doesn't go anywhere near the extent that we need to go in order to uh, in, in order to really get results. And so, you know, I think, you know, it's great that, you know, that they got that start, but plain and simple, they need to keep pushing. And I guess I'm just frustrated that so many people view the uh, Inflation Reduction Act as like a completed building when it really is just the pouring of the cement. And um, yeah, and I think, you know, 
within XR, it's been kind of that sentiment of trying to find that balance of like celebrate that we've gotten this far, but also recognize that we need to go a lot, lot farther. Now, in the last 90 seconds, so this cop is being held in Egypt. Many groups, Naomi Klein and others, have pointed out that, you know, Egypt is a pretty authoritarian country. It does not respect human rights. And, and also, and, and cops has always been a problem of underrepresentation of the real victims, you know, of, of, of climate change. Um, how would, you know, Extinction Rebellion address that human rights issue or the role of Coca-Cola and other fossil plastic manufacturer, waste manufacturers moving into COP27 in the last minute? Um, well, I would say in terms of representing the victims, our, the third of our four demands is, a citizens, is in, installing citizens' assemblies around the world uh, which would essentially allow for civilian uh, c- civilian representation in our government and give them a direct role in various decisions that we normally just leave the Congress. And uh, I know that's not like very specific to COP, but I think that's kind of the route we need to be going in uh, in this sense. Uh, so we've been ta- talking with Matt Oyle, um, one of the members of the Central Rebellion Capital District. Matt, if people are interested in finding out more about Extinction Rebellion, good way to connect. Uh, yes, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the tag of XRCR Life. And our website is xrcr.life. I, I think that's the correct website. So, uh, yeah, check us out there. Thank you very much, Matt. Matt Oil, Extinction Rebellion. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hutton Mohawk Magazine.